Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome, everybody, to the Big 12 Football and Beyond. Woo! It is, what is today? It is signing day evening. And I got to admit, I'm a little bit tired here. But we're going to talk some college football. Listen, today it's going to be about signing day. It's going to be about what happened, uh, not just in the Big 12, but around the country. But we're going to get into how things Looked in the Big 12, and certainly in the days, and, and I would say even into next week, when things begin to settle a little bit more, we're going to take each each class, and we're going to probably, uh, in today's show and tomorrow's show, we're going to hit on some uh, overview topics. And I think next week what we're going to do, focus, depending on what news is going on around um, the conference uh, conferences we're we're going to kind of break down the classes in a little bit more detail but so much to react to today a uh, little bit out of breath in trying to and, and listen the signing day I'm sure you would all agree is in February is not what it used to be uh it is anticlimactic from with December signing day um look I I, I am on record saying I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I I, pre, I would prefer them having an early signing day in August. So, kid, you want to have a signing day early, have it early. And then have signing day instead of being early for end of February where you give schools that have coaching changes, assistant coaching changes, which th- that happens every year, and a lot of head coaching changes, which is becoming more and more prevalent, uh, give them more of a chance to in in the kids that are being recruited by all the schools more of a chance to figure things out. But that is not the way it is. So not gonna spend a lot of time today talking about that. Not gonna spend any more time than that talking about it. Wanna talk about what was and what happened and how does it shape up. Certainly um kudos first of all to the SEC, Georgia, Alabama, LSU a and M, Auburn, Florida, 
Tennessee. Is that one, two, three, four, five, six, seven out of ten? Seven out of the top ten classes in the SEC. Only Clemson, Ohio State, and you can make a case for Texas being the outliers that are not from the SEC. Oklahoma had a good class as well. But there's a distinct um, pattern of on-the-field and off-the-field recruiting success, and certainly the resources, the commitment, the focus. uh, Big day in the SEC. Georgia again, they lose Sam Pittman, by the way. And I'm going to be all over the place today because so many thoughts, kind of hard to pull it together. I'm doing strictly off-the-cuff. Um, Sam Pittman did a phenomenal job pulling together a pretty good class at Arkansas. Mike Norvell did a good job at Florida State pulling together in short order of staff. Uh, but Georgia losing Sam Pittman. Um Having Matt Luke, pretty good job wrapping up another great class on the offensive line and beyond. Um, Georgia is still the program and the team to beat in the SEC East. Um, certainly, Florida's making some inroads. Florida didn't have a great day, had a good class, could have been better. But, uh, you know, let's one of the things that you look at in terms of the classes, you, you, it's inevitable that people are going to want to talk about and react to what happened today or what happened yesterday. And there's a tendency to want to discuss who won the day, whereas the reality is, is who did the best job with their recruiting classes, which, you know, considers things that happened in, November, in December and now. But just since to follow that narrative, I thought A&M really had a great day. Outstanding class. Top six actually looks to me to be better than the, the class that was ranked. I guess they had them ranked fourth last year. I think this class is better. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, to get McKinley Jackson over Alabama and LSU, um, to obviously um, add to that class an impact player that you get away from a rival to beat, to beat LSU and particularly Alabama, What a great defensive line class and group they have now. They're bringing in some of the best defensive players. Um, You've got Jackson. You've got Jalen Jones, Antonio Johnson, the safeties. Defensive end, Danelle Harris, Antonio Doyle. um, Really good-looking class. Uh, Added Darvin Hubbard, former Ohio State commitment. Uh, Great finish of the day. Georgia had a great class, but a good finish. They get Broderick Jones, which was not a surprise, but was timely. 
love Cedric Van Pran, the New Orleans center that I thought was the best center on film in the country, the high school level this past year. They flipped Darren Branch from Ole Miss, added in-state defensive tackle Cameron Kinney. Um, just unbelievable finish to an unbelievable class. Just very, very impressive. Got to hand it to South Carolina and Will Muschamp, although still some drama waiting there. Jordan Birch has not sent his national letter of intent in. So let's hold on to that. He obviously, the I thought, the best player on the recruiting board heading into signing day, February signing day, from South Carolina. Announced that he's going to South Carolina. Quite frankly, he's been committed to South Carolina all along. Never wavered from that. Did anything of the sort. In fact, you know, pulled out the hat and did the whole thing. But you begin to wonder, from a maintenance standpoint, what is the issue with him and his mom how difficult it is if you've made your decision, sign the National Letter of Intent. What is the deal there? Is anything going on? Stay tuned on that. I, I don't know. But that makes, you know, what made a great day. But uh, Zaguandre White, the Juco running back, uh, Jakari Caldwell, who they beat out Tennessee for, uh, the wide receiver. Defensive end Gilbert Edmond, who flipped from South Florida, I think an underrated player. Uh it's a good group, really good group in, in, a, in the top 18-type class. Tennessee probably took themselves from a top 15 class to a top 10 class. Flipping Malachi Weidman and four-star athlete Demarcus Bethwith. Flipped those guys from Florida State and Florida, respectively, to the Vols. Really good job. Um, I know Weidman was somebody that Ole Miss – Thought they could get Ole Miss is a little disappointed in how they finished. It, it, short stretch, I thought they did a good job, but they were in on a few of these guys that they just fell short on. Um, but 23 commitments did a really good job. They are approaching Florida in terms of recruiting class. Not quite where Georgia is, of course. Arkansas, for what they do, did a really good job. Sam Pittman got a very underrated quarterback in my mind, a dual-threat guy in Malik Hornsby, top 100 prospect. Um, The offensive lineman Jalen St. John and Marcus Henderson, really good lineman. That's what he's good at. So it's it's a top 30 class. Problem is it. May put them near the bottom of the West, but there's some positives to build on. Um, certainly, the announcement of Mark D'Antonio back in, uh, retiring and resigning from Michigan State hurt them. A lot of guys holding off. That was really, really not a good day for them. I, I like Florida's class, and certainly – 
getting the defensive end from Texas, Human Elan, was really good to finish on a positive, and I, and I would take him over the safety corner that they lost. But still, it could have been better, and you always look at that. And you don't want to focus on who you missed on, but, you know, you, you lose a shot, Clayton, sticking with Colorado. You lose Avante Williams to Miami. Um, you lose Beckwith to um, uh, to Tennessee. It uh, just you look at it, uh, and and they chased uh, Jamari Gibbs, and he still went to Georgia Tech. So there's there's about four or five guys there that if you flip those guys, and you always look at. You know what you could have. Grass is always greener, and what could you you flip those guys? I, I'm I think you're talking about a top five class, and you you really it may be the story of signing day. It, it it's one of those good news, bad news. Really good class, really disappointing day. Indiana, nice get getting. Khalil Benson on their offensive line beating out Ole Miss. Again, another disappointment for Ole Miss. Uh, but they feel good about landing Sidney Williams. Good safety prospect. But then Florida State comes in gets him. So that was tough for them. Um, looks like Mark Hagan. Co-defense coordinator, defensive line coach is going to go to Texas. Um, so not a good day in missing out there. USC, oh boy, it was didn't even sign a running back. Won't even make the top 50 classes at USC. Incredible. Incredible to the level. And then Alabama. I mean – how good do you have to be to finish with perhaps the second-best class in the country, yet you go 0 for 2 in big defensive targets? I mean, you lose McKinley Jackson to AM and Jason Jones to Oregon. Uh, you lose a corner that you like to Missouri. Again, those are disappointments for them in terms of how the day went. But overall, outside of the top 10, um, certainly in the Big 12, Texas had a really good class. Uh, not not top five. Probably not as good as they need to be. They've got eight enrollees to this point. Um, you know, you got two quarterbacks, one running back, two receivers, four offensive linemen. Three defensive linemen, two linebackers, three defensive backs, a uh, couple of special teams players. Uh, it's a good group. You get um, some on the defensive line, three guys that can be really impact players. Vernon Broughton is really good player from uh, Cy Ridge in Houston. Uh, Jake Majors, good-looking center. Logan Parr. I think a good run block and offensive guard. Uh, Alfred Collins, a late signing for them. 
the Bastrop, Texas, uh, Cedar Creek kid, who's a strong side defensive end. It's a good group. Oklahoma had a good group as well. 23 commitments for them. Andrew Rum, good interior offensive lineman. Seth McGowan's good guard. Those were guys that were early enrollees. Um, but Reggie Grimes, the addition, the kid from Wigside End from Brentwood, Tennessee, Ravenwood, good get for them. Four-star kid, Anton Harrison, big offensive tackle. Um, Want to see – I saw a couple, couple of good corners in Kendall Dennis and Joshua Eaton, uh, safety, four-star safety in Justin Harrington. Like to see more defensive ends. I, I do like the size and bill of the St. Louis uh, kid, Noah Arenzi. I'm hoping, hoping Brendan Walker can develop into something there. Uh, but uh, and got three transfers. You got to factor in transfers too. Um, you want to kind of see where this defense kind of takes this next step. Uh, outside of those two, you've got to go down a little bit to get to your next <clears throat> best looking Big Twelve program. You got to go into. TCU, which had a top 30 class, but certainly nothing special. West Virginia, um, again, not not a great-looking class. Oklahoma State, Iowa State. So it's overall, Baylor, I thought that Dave Aranda did a good job, but still with the late start, Makes it difficult and probably puts them near the bottom. They're they're going to have to have better classes going forward. Um, but overall, uh, the late start certainly certainly hurts them. Uh, some some other news just nationally. Ohio State and Clemson had quiet days. Quiet days meaning their classes were done. Clemson got twenty three. Ohio State with 25, uh, both loaded with talent. Clemson's class, again, kind of review it. Uh, a lot of guys, uh, four good defensive linemen that, you know, and uh, Brian Breesey from Maryland, Miles Murphy from Powder Springs, Georgia, uh, kind of lead the way. Trenton Simpson can be a good outside backer. DeMonte Capehart from IMG Academy, another good defensive tackle, and Trey Williams from St. John's High School in D.C., good-looking tackle, good-looking group of defensive players, defensive linemen for Clemson in a class that ranks right up there with the best. Um, Ohio State, again, uh, with 25 commitments, Julian Fleming, one of the best receivers I've seen in a while. Five-star receiver from um, Colossal, Pennsylvania. We've been talking about him on the podcast and on LandryFootball.com for a couple of years. Paris Johnson, Jr., big offensive tackle. Ditto with him. Um, those were early signings. Really good receivers. They got a number of those guys um, signed, five of them. On the defensive line, signed three, six offensive linemen. Uh, 
really helped themselves with a lot of quality. Got a transfer in Corey Rawl, a three-star tight end. So um, the rich get richer. You know, that is the bottom line uh, behind it. I thought Miami did some good things down the stretch. Obviously, getting Avante Williams was the star catch of the day. Um, clearly, if you're looking among the ACC schools, they were the second best. I thought North Carolina, Florida State, and Georgia Tech, Georgia Tech did really good jobs. Jeff Collins, I think, is really starting to find his niche um, at Georgia Tech. Um in the Big Ten, Michigan and Penn State would come behind, far behind Ohio State, then Nebraska, then Wisconsin, then Maryland. Um, the Pac-12, it's all about Oregon and Washington, Stanford, Arizona State, really good jobs. Um, Colorado got a couple of good players, including a running back from New Orleans that's outstanding. Uh, the story, though, is, again, USC's uh, downfall and uh, and floundering there. If you're looking at the SEC, again, you're talking about seven teams in the top ten. Georgia, Alabama, LSU, A&M, Auburn, Florida, Tennessee. South Carolina, whether they will or will not hold on to Birch. Um, Kentucky with a really good class, getting um, very good running back in Michael Drennan from Dublin, Ohio. So really good get for them. Uh, Mississippi State, uh, not we're not going to see Mike Leach in most years recruit at a really high level. And certainly this year um, would probably come in at about 10th and 11th with Arkansas. Ole Miss – little bit of disappointment. Eli Drinkwich was excited about certainly getting an elite corner, and they got some quality three-star guys. Um, and we're talking about classes that would probably rank in the top 30, 35. And then you got Vanderbilt, which is kind of clearly off the map. So, and again, nationally, if you were looking at it, um, you would probably get into um, – the top 30 and have pretty much uh, most of the schools outside of Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and uh, actually Ole Miss and, and probably um, in, uh, in, in Vanderbilt, not in the top 30 from the SEC. Lane Kiffin, though, the one thing he can do is recruit, and I think that he will do a really good job of kind of spinning that around when he has an another year left over. So we're going to get into – um, in the days and weeks, a little bit more of the minutia of the classes, what it really means we've got and, and what it, how the impact of the players uh, could have on the roster. Uh, you want to check it out at LandryFootball.com where we've got not only some notes of the highlights from signing day, the signing day tracker, but uh, obviously the breakdowns of the players in the top 300 for the 2020 class. We've already got started on the 2021 class, and we're going to break down the classes by conference and kind of tell you how it shaped up in the next few days so you want to get more details um, over there. Some other news around the conference 
Uh, I think good sign, good uh, moves by TCU's uh, head coach Gary Patterson. They hired uh, Virginia Tech special assistant uh, Jerry Kill uh, to be a uh, special assistant uh, head coach, charge of the offense. So um, he's going to have a good role there. He's a um, good football coach. Could really help him. They hired former Kansas offense coordinator Doug Meacham to serve as tight ends coach and inside receivers coach. So two good signings um, for uh, TCU. They also hired Brian Applewhite away from Colorado State to coach uh, the running backs. Um, Other news, there were some overtures by Michigan State towards Iowa State's Matt Campbell. We said that that's not a move that Matt was going to make, and he did not, never went any further than initial conversations. But that's the latest. I don't think Pat Narducci is going to leave Pitt. I do think that Luke Fickle um, is likely where Michigan State is going to uh, end up. Um, Some other news around the conference. Oklahoma hired Arizona State defensive line coach Jamar Kane to the same position. He spent one year at Arizona State. Uh, really good recruiter. Outstanding. Um, he was a big he, – he was responsible for bringing uh, Danielle Nada and Elijah Badger and Omar Norman Lott to Arizona State. So uh, he's one of the better recruiters uh, in the country and a good defensive line coach. That That's two areas of improvement that Oklahoma needs. So good get for them. Um Kansas tight end coach Jeff um, Hiklinski, um has moved to San Diego State to be their offensive coordinator. Um, some bad news out of Oklahoma. The redshirt senior receiver Theo Howard suffered a towards Achilles in an offseason workout. Former UCLA wide receiver transfer. Um, transferred in January. Didn't play for the Bruins in 19 due to a hand wrist injury. So uh, hopefully – he can get back. It doesn't uh, obviously look. He's not going to be able to do anything in the spring. Uh, and former Oklahoma redshirt sophomore corner Miguel Edwards uh, transferred to Independence Junior College. Um, going to get into more of the um, news and notes once we get, like I said, we'll spend a little bit more time on the breakdowns of recruiting class uh, up through next week. Uh, we're going to get into more of the um, – the look ahead towards draft prospects from the conference. But I got to tell you, Ross Blaylock from TCU is one of the more underrated prospects in the country. Very athletic lineman with good size and power, high motor. You know, came back strong from the Achilles injury. Um, we're going to talk about him as we get closer and closer to the draft more and more. I tell you what we're going to do now, though. We're going to um, kind of cut today's show off at – uh, as we looked kind of nationally um, in the landscape, and I think you have a good feel for where things are from a team ranking standpoint. And uh, I definitely SEC dominant. Um, and, and I do think that in a Big 12, you've got Texas and Oklahoma with really good classes that both are capable of recruiting better and recruiting amongst the top five. They're not and they haven't. So their mark has been if they can get a top 10 class or just beyond or just outside, that they're doing well. 
I would submit that both of those programs need to aim a little bit higher. You know, you know, Texas hasn't done anything and not been competitive, even in their own league, winning it. Oklahoma has been a disappointment once they win their league, competing and regressing, it would appear, on a national stage the past two or three years. Both of those programs are every bit as capable of being amongst the top five or six programs recruiting-wise and on the field-wise. And when you consider their lack of competition, relatively speaking, in the league, compared to, say, the SEC, there's every reason to believe they could be a lot better. So I'm very curious to see if they can make some upgrades. It is nothing against their classes. We're going to get into it a little bit more um, as the day, uh, as the next week kind of unfolds and we settle in and you can find out how we grade them on LandryFootball.com. But, you know, one of the issues that I think that's holding them back is that they're not recruiting on the same level as a Clemson, as Ohio State, as LSU as Georgia, as Alabama, uh, not even, you know, um, you know, with the, with some of the other teams in the top ten, uh, the Auburns of the world, A&M. You know, uh, Texas is not recruiting as well as A&M. Not, not that far beyond, but they're not as good. And yet they're certainly not producing as well on the field. So it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out going forward. Um in terms of recruiting. Uh, A couple of notes again. We've got an initial look at the class of 2021 top 100. That's going to change or it's going to evolve a little bit more as more film is absorbed, as I have a chance to look at more tape, particularly as I get the draft behind me so that's more of a summer project. We're going to break down by region – best players in the country we're going to get you better prepared for the 2022 recruiting class than you ever have been prepared before so get ready you're going to know about the players you're going to know who they are you're going to know what their skill sets are why they're good and not just well five star four star there's a separation who's truly looking like a five star who looks like a four you know a high four star versus a low four star and what that means we're going to have that for you. And all of that, of course, is brought to you by our great friends, and we certainly want to give a shout-out to them um, at 401K Generation. Eddie Rojas, huge Florida Gator fan and a huge football fan in general. Uh, he and his staff at 401K Generation are responsible for bringing this podcast to you. It allows us to do this podcast for you each and every day to break down the world of college football as well as – the NFL on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays here. They are the experts on money management, investments, be it 401K, IRA, whatever your needs are, they can help you. So reach out to them today. Tell them that we sent you. If you can, just give them a heads up. Tell them that you heard about them from us. You wanted to say hello. And thank you for supporting uh, the Landry Football's Conference Call of Podcasts. Uh, and by the way, you go to iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and sign up for Landry Football's conference call. But give a text message or a phone call to Eddie Rojas and his team at 401k Generation 
998-5879. They're licensed in all 50 states. So check them out today. And be sure you check out LandryFootball.com. Got a question? Send it to contact Chris on LandryFootball.com. You've got um, an interest in maybe promoting your business on this podcast. Send me a message. Contact Chris. I'll forward you over to TJ. He will take good care of you, get in touch with you, and see if it's a fit for you. And for us, we'll make it happen. We can do that for you, no question. And check out LandryFootball.com. We've got a scouting season offer available to you. Best offer we have that will get you all of the extensive recruiting information and analysis, finishing off this 2020 class, getting you on board with the 2021 and 2022 classes who are the best high school players in the country to keep an eye on. We've got that for you, as well as getting you with the most up-to-date information around the college game, transfer portals, who's visiting where, coaching news, which we're going to have more. Got a Michigan State search, and that's going to lead to some others. We're going to have all that covered for you, as we do every day, and uh, the notebook, and in the NFL. All the latest free agent news, free agent boards, evaluations, uh, draft boards, scouting reports on draft prospects. One-stop shopping football is LandryFootball.com. So take advantage of the scouting season offer today um, and follow me on Twitter at LandryFootball if you got any questions. Uh, and we often try to tweet out a number of good things that we've got going on at LandryFootball.com as well as some nuggets about things that are taking a place around the world of football. So we appreciate you joining us. It's been an exhausting day. We're going to cut it just a tad short. Uh, we're going to get back into a routine. Friday, we're going to talk about a little bit more recruiting in, in a national level, uh, any fallouts, any more news during the day on Thursday. We're going to get to that. We're also going to take a look at the Pac-12 a little bit, but, also, but again, cover the entire country and now our goal is to kind of really break down in detail the recruiting classes next week um, by conference when we have a little bit more substantive um, look at who's there. But the detail is going to be on LandryFootball.com where you can really learn more about all the prospects uh, in all the classes. So we appreciate you joining us. Join us again tomorrow for another edition of uh, the College Football Breakdown as we go to Pac-12 and beyond on tomorrow's show. Appreciate you, everybody. Talk to you then. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? 
Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.